You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 105. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Hello, how are you? Happy Friday. Welcome back. I so appreciate you coming back if you've listened before and if you are new, thanks for listening. I so appreciate it. If you haven't had a chance to, I would love, love, love if you could rate and review this podcast. Um, It really helps my podcast grow. Okay, so today we're going to talk about something a little bit different. I have a little bit, a couple of life updates for you about myself um, that also kind of ties into owning a business, having a business, um, that I just thought would be kind of helpful to kind of look at business making decisions, if that makes sense. So, and it's all really great, except the first year pay for a Delta pilot is a pay cut from his previous employer, which we knew was going to happen. It was not a surprise, totally part of it. Next year, his pay will go up tremendously, everything will be fine. But from a a personal or family situation, um, the pay cut really isn't sustainable for us to currently live where we're living. So this episode episode is called When to Make a Change. And I think it's like such an important thing to talk about because there may be things that you're doing in your business that aren't working and you have to make a change or your personal life or both and see how they intersect and decisions that you have to make because of that. And so because of this situation that we're in, we decided we had to make a change. And ideally, we wanted to stay where we live in the area that we live, that the home we live in, we won't be, we can't stay in anymore, but we thought maybe we could find somewhere else to live. Um, we've developed a really great community here in the Bay Area where we live. Um, we have some really incredible friends. My family lives here. Um, really did, did, don't want to go anywhere. Um, and so, like, my husband and I were talking about it. And my business, as, 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 as wonderful as it is, and as grateful I am for every client that I have, I don't – my business doesn't make enough money to, to contribute financially the way that we, it would need to, to for us to stay um, basically, if you know, if you're one of my clients, you know, basically just kind of covers childcare for me, which is amazing. Oh my gosh, it's so amazing. But I'm not taking a huge profit beyond that at this time. And so I had hoped definitely by this time my business would be, and it, it, it isn't, which is just kind of how it is. That's just how businesses grow. And that's totally great. That's just, that's just where we are right now. So because of all of this, these different things, we knew we had, there has to be a change right? And so what is that change going to be? What's the best for our family? Knowing all of these things that we have. And we decided that I would get a job because we need more money, right? Like that was the decision. Like let's 
I get a job, work full time, um, bring in a lot more money for our family, then we could definitely afford to stay here. Um, other things that, you know, we've really been looking to do. So in the past few weeks, I have been interviewing at a company that I really, 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 really love and was really excited for. I did not get the job. And I'm telling you all of this because this is just life, right? Like this is part of it. And actually in the job interview process, this came up um, where we talked about like changes that you had to make in your career. And and, and so I, I will tie this back to you and your business in a minute, but I just wanted to kind of give you like, I think it's helpful to like see other things that people were decisions they have to make and see that all business is not just like perfect and wonderful and like tons and tons of money always coming in and it's just the easiest like everything's easy all the time i think it's important to show like reality right so i didn't get the job and so that was pretty crushing i, I really wanted that job for so many reasons one of them obviously to be staying here and because i also really love the company and i really thought the job would be a perfect job for me did that mean I'd have to give up this business? I don't know. Maybe, maybe parts of it. And that was a really hard thing for me to consider. And it was best for my family, right? Like what does my family really need? And it's like, we really need, to, we need more money, right? So I also like, just want to encourage you, like if you're at the stage of your business where like you've been working at it for a few years and you're still not making the money that you really need to make for your family, like there's no shame in getting a job. Like I getting a job, like a really great option, right? It's a totally great option. It, it, in a lot of ways, it takes a lot of pressure off of your business because your job is is, per, is financially providing for you as opposed to putting that pressure on your business. I mean, on a new business, it's a lot of pressure to put on a new business. Okay, so I didn't get the job. So now what are we going to do? So we, the thing that we kind of were trying to avoid, but it was one of those things that like we knew was the backup plan was that we will have to move, move out of the Bay Area. The Bay Area is like one of the most expensive places to live in the country. There's like maybe five other really expensive areas. Um, really, really expensive. Um, so we decided to, we're going to move to Georgia, um, to the Atlanta area. It's one of the suburbs. Um, my husband is, is currently based out of Atlanta for Delta. We were going to switch his base to West Coast. because, Anyways, long story short, it's easier to get a West Coast base than it is an East Coast base. So he's currently based in Atlanta. And so that so that is an easy thing for us. And in Georgia, everything is cheaper, right? The cost of living is so much cheaper. Um, and so that's what we're going to do. And we actually, like, I, we found out I didn't get the job and we had already had a real estate agent and we're looking at houses in Georgia, even though we really didn't want to, again, it was like, it was like plan C, you know, um, cause we just needed to keep our options open. Cause we also just knew we just can't afford to stay here. So it was like, we had to figure out another, another, another plan. And of course you could say like, I could apply for other jobs in the Bay area, but this, I'm, I'm particular about kind of what kind of work I would want to do. And so the kind of job that I would want is not a job that I could just get in multiple companies. Um, so anyway, so, so we're, we're moving and we, we, last week we put an offer on a house and it was accepted. <laughs> My husband just went and looked at the house. He like, we would, and, and we're doing all the inspections and stuff. Everything's looking good so far. So it looks like if everything continues to go through, we will close at the end of April and move in May, which is just kind of like. I'm trying to wrap my brain around that idea because it's such a big change, right? Like we're moving out of state across the country, thousands of miles away from our friends and family. Fortunately, we actually have really good friends that live in Georgia 
that are not very far from the house that we're trying to buy. And so, you know, there's a lot of really exciting things. We don't own our home here in California. We cannot afford to own a home in the area that we live in. Um, and we can afford a house there and our money will have a lot extra money, more money in our budget than we do here. So big, big change, big life update. And so if you were part, if you were listening when I was doing the last round of Confident Acne Specialist, you may have heard me say like, I don't know when or if I can offer this program again. And that's because I wasn't sure if we were going to move or if I was going to take this job and how that would look. So good news is there will be another round of Confident Acne Specialist. I don't know when that will be again because I'm moving and I need to like find childcare and all of those things. Um, but yeah, so that's what's kind of going on with me. It's a big deal. If you're in the Atlanta area, let me know. <laughs> Let's connect. I need friends. Um, so what does that mean about you and your business? Like when you look at your business and if you've been doing the same thing and or something changes, like for instance, like my family, like my husband's job changed. Or if you're looking at something and you're doing the same thing and it's, it's not working, when do you know to make a change? When do you know it's like this isn't working anymore and something needs to change. I think, it, you know, of course it's like, it, it's it can, it's a very specific situation depending on like whatever it is that you're going in your business. But I think like the main thing that I hear from esthetician business owners is maybe they're just not making enough money, right? Like that, like, like their, their business isn't making enough money and they don't, they kind of are in this moment of like feeling really stuck that they want their business to make more money and it isn't and it's very frustrating. And so if, if you are in that situation, which I think a lot of people are, um, especially if you're a new business owner, I think it's really important to kind of like look at like what's really happening in your business, right? So, and then that's where you can decide of how, if you need to make a change and like what the change would be, right? So do you have clients, like, are, do you actually have clients coming in regularly? Maybe the change that you need to make is a price. Maybe if you're not making enough money because your prices are too low and you can't make a profit. If that happens a lot. If you don't have a lot of clients yet, a change that you can make is like, maybe really look at the way that you are marketing. Like maybe you are not actually marketing, you're not actually putting yourself out there, maybe you're just resharing what other estheticians write or you never actually post anything. And so you're, you aren't putting any effort into that part of your business and you may have to really look at that and see what that would be. Maybe you do have people coming in, you are marketing, you know, you have a pretty steady stream of clients, but you're still not making a lot of money. That's where I would really look at your spending. Like, are you just buying stuff? Are you just going to the trade shows and just buying a bunch of stuff and buying a bunch of gear and new machines and more skincare lines? I didn't, I did an episode on this where like, are you overspending? Like, are you just like buying things, keeping, keeping the belief that like you just actually need to spend more money to make more money, right? So you're just you're buying course after course or, you know, um, machine after machine or like new product after new product and you have a ton of retail on your shelves and you're not selling it at the rate that you're buying it, right? Like definitely, like really looking at that. And that can definitely be a case, the case for, for some of you of like why you're not making enough money, why it's not really working. 
are you offering too many services? Like this is definitely something that I think the older generation of estheticians were taught, which is like offer everything because then they come to you for everything. And like that, yes, that can be helpful for some sometimes, but I often, you know, have found, especially working with other estheticians is not having a specialty can actually hurt you. And so maybe you just like, you're doing, you because you do so many different things, you're doing waxing, you're doing lashes, you're doing spray tan, you're doing facials, you're doing like multiple things. The, the cost of all of those things is what's cutting into your profit, right? Like the cost to keep your wax stuff stocked and your lashes and all of the products, the back bar that you need to do all of those different services, maybe that is really why you're not making a lot of money because again, you're spending so much money on your back bar and you're not, you are only one person. So it's like, that would be, that would be a great investment if you had like 10 people working for you and they all were using those all the time, but you're, it's only you. And so you can't really make, like the investment isn't actually a good investment. So if you're looking at all these different things and you're like, none of these things are true. Like, I think really the thing for me is like, I just don't have enough clients yet. Then I, again, I'm going to keep saying this, like, cause this is obviously what I, I did myself is like, then maybe you need to find a job, right? Like, like there's zero shame in trying and working as something else or an assistant for someone else. Or like I did makeup when I opened my business in San Diego where you have another stream of income so that, you, so that you can pay your bills. I think we have this like, you feel like if you've opened a business, that business should be, you know, making all the money for you right away. And that's just not often how businesses work and you need to make money. And so you just get a job until you have enough money in your business so you don't have to do your job anymore. And if you're like, but Brittany, I've been doing this for two years. Like, okay, like keep going, keep going, my friend. Like, there's only like, like you have to just keep working on it, right? Like you have to just know that you have to, it will keep, it will work if you keep working at it. And and maybe like, that's a thing. Maybe you have a full-time job and then your business is on the side and you're pretty booked on the side, but you, you're afraid to let go of that job. And you're like, is this the change that I need to make? Well, my question for you is what part of your lifestyle are you ready to give up in the time for you to build that space? Like that, like now you're going full-time in your business and you don't have the clientele like obviously booked out yet. So you're going to, you're taking a take an income hit for a year, six months. I don't know how long, what are you going to give up in your lifestyle so that that can work? Right. So like Maybe you, maybe you have to sell your car and drive a car that's used that you paid it in cash that you don't have a car payment, you know, or maybe you're not going to Coachella for the next two years, or maybe you're not going to get your hair, your nails done anymore, your lashes, or like whatever, right? Like you may have to like look at your lifestyle and be like, you know, these are the things that I really used to do. Like when I, if you know my story, you know, I used to be uh, an assistant store manager at Target, making pretty good money at Target. And, um, you know, I had to, I realized like when I left that, like I could no longer get massages regularly. I could no longer go out to have dinner every weekend with my friends. I could no longer go on like weekend getaways where, you know, it was like five, $600 that I would spend on the weekend. Like that does, that, that was all over, right? I had to let, I had to let go all of those lifestyle things that my target income allowed me to do, but because I now didn't have that income anymore, I had to just be like, what do I want more? I wanted to be an esthetician more than I wanted to like get monthly massages, 
right? And so you just have to make the decision and know that that's what it is. So like, again, if we're talking about the change in my family, it's like, well, what do we want more? Like I wanted to get a full-time job only if it was in a particular type of a full-time job because of like, just because of what I want. Like what I, like, I don't want to just go and like have a job that I, I dislike so I can live in the Bay area. Like that, that wasn't a, that wasn't a good trade for me, but moving to Georgia, even though I don't want to move to Georgia, there are a lot of other positives living in Georgia that kind of offset. It's like, it's, it's, a, it works for me. Like it's, yeah, this isn't maybe not what I really want, but there's these other things that I really want more. So that's fine. So like, so the advantage is also living in Georgia, we can buy a house, we can buy a house here. So that was a big, that's a big incentive. And then um, if, if, I, if I had gotten this job, we would have bought a house here. So that would have, that would have happened either way. Um, and then the other big incentive that wouldn't have happened if we stayed in the Bay Area is since my husband's based in Atlanta, he, there's no commuting. He get just, he, he goes on his flights and he comes back versus if he was based in like LA or Seattle, which were the West Coast base or Utah, um, he would have had to commute and that would have been more time away from home. That would have been harder for our family. So again, like you have to weigh out like what, what is more important to you? What is it something that you can deal with? Right. And so like I could deal with, like we talked about, if I got this job, like I could deal with him being gone an extra day. If now we had more money and I had more childcare, I could afford more help. I could maybe like, we, we were like looking at like getting like meal delivery services or whatever. So like those kind of things that I need, would need help with when I was alone, we could financially pay for, right. Versus like, if I, if we move to Georgia, like we're not going to do that obviously, cause I'm not, I'm still, I'm not going to get a job. You know what I mean? So you can see the different things you have to decide, but there, there is always a give and take, right? So like, if we go back to like, even raising your prices, if, if you are pretty booked and you're not making enough money, you have to raise your prices like that. There's a give and take to that. It's like, it's uncomfortable. You may, you may lose clients. You may have to have uncomfortable conversations with people. Like, is that worth the long run of you making more money? Yes. Yes, it is. Or like, if let's say you have to give up three services, like you're giving up spray tanning, you're giving up lashes and you're giving up waxing, waxing because you realize you have like six clients that do all of those and you have all these things that you don't use. And it's not really a good use of your money. So you're going to have to have that conversation of like talking to those people and telling them you don't do it anymore. That's hard, right? Like these, when you have to make a change, it can be a really hard decision. I'm just going to end this episode with um, a story that I thought of through the interview process that I that I just went through that um, when I first moved to San Diego, I don't think I've told this story on, the po- on this podcast. If I have and you've, you've heard it, sorry. <laughs> um I, I, the job I got when I went to San Diego was like, it was advertised as a project management job. It really kind of really wasn't, but that's essentially what I, it was a small company, like light manufacturer. It was kind of a disaster of a company. It was a really small company. It was not run well. And I thought I'd have a lot more control than I did because um, the owners were not interested in any kind of changes. It was a pretty crazy position. I learned a lot. I definitely hated it. Um, and I remember one day I went into work and one of the owners told me that they, there was me and two other employees that worked for this company, um, that they didn't have money for payroll on Friday, that there was no money. And I wasn't in sales, but I, what I did is I just got on the phone and started making calls so that we would have enough to pay for, I asked what payroll was, to make enough payroll. And then once I got paid, I left right away and I looked 
at jobs anywhere I could get a job. And I applied for Target, I applied at Starbucks, and that's where I got the Target and, um, job as the department's room manager. And that was like a big deal. It was a big deal. Like my family was like, what? Cause I actually technically was taking a pay cut because Target was, I was going to make less money, but I, I had to make a change because the company I was working with, there was a lot of disasters about the company and then them not having money for payroll really like, was like, okay, I have to make a change. If that again means I have to take a lower pay cut so that I can at least have a, like have a pay, like I needed money. I needed a job. That's what I needed to do. Right. Um, so sometimes these decisions are really hard. I know that it can be hard and Changes can be hard. That's why people don't like change. But I just want to encourage you, like, if there's a change that you've kind of been feeling that you need to make in your business, like, you can do it. Like, I totally believe in you. You can do it. That is it for today. If you, if the change that you need to make in your business is you need to change your marketing mindset, your marketing strategy your marketing beliefs, your marketing just in general, then I have something for you. Do you like that transition? I know it was a really good one. Um, next, so the April 10th is a Monday and I'm going to do another free call about how to build a relationship with, a, with your client on Instagram. It's um, the 10th at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The link is in the show notes to sign up. And what that is going to also do, I'm just going to tell you now, is is my marketing program is launching from that call. It's pretty awesome. I'm really excited about it. It's for anyone at any stage of your business, whether you do acne or anything else. If you just need help with your marketing, not just not just like learning about marketing. Maybe you've taken courses in the past. Maybe you've learned about marketing in the past. Um, and it's just like you, all you do is feel guilt for that. You just like walk around and be like, I should be doing this because this is what I learned. This is going to kind of undo all of those learnings that you've had before and really help you in, make an individualized strategy that really works for you specifically and overcome any kind of fears you have around marketing. I'm going to be deeply involved working with you. It's a group program, but it's by working with you individually in the program with everyone, if that makes sense. So like everyone will see what we're doing together, but you'll get that one-to-one feedback from me. Well, I'll help with copywriting. I'll help with like how, what things to say, how to write, how to say things, how to get ideas, how to just, how to do all of it. If you're like, I want to do this. I understand what you're saying, but like you sit down to do it and your brain just goes blank. The marketing programs for you. So you'll learn more about it um, at that call and then after. But if you want to learn more about like, how to work with me and, and about me as a teacher, come to that call or just register so you can see the recording um, to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next week. Bye for now. If you are an acne specialist and you don't feel confident treating acne, you don't feel confident talking to new clients about the program, about how the products work, how to become compliant and, and change their lifestyle and diet, then you need to join the Confident Acne Specialist group coaching program that I offer. It's an eight-week group coaching program where there's a new topic every week that you learn. And then we have a Zoom group coaching call where we really go over the emotional side of being a business owner that people find so, so challenging, especially when you're new. We talk about consultations 
client compliance marketing, client boundaries, client retention, rebound acne, time management, business systems, and pricing. It's an eight-week group coaching program, and by the end of the eight weeks, I guarantee that you will be so much more confident in treating acne and your abilities as an esthetician. So if you're interested, you can go to theestheticiancoach.com forward slash group coaching. I can't wait to see you there.